What's up and welcome to another MoGraph MoCast. I'm Dave. And I'm Matt. Joining us today is the bingo master himself, Mr. Byron Stanford. Hey guys, happy to be here. And MoGraph is a supplement to our site, MoGraph.com, which is a motion graphics tutorial site with tutorials, plugins, podcasts, and other MoGraph stuff. And on the show, we talk about everything ranging from motion graphics to Cinema 4D, After Effects plugins, render engines, doing business, doing taxes, being a contractor, or working for the man. You can email us, info at MoGraph.com. Let us know what you think about the show. Questions, comments, concerns, queries, grievances, artist suggestions, show topic ideas, from MoGraph.com, MoGraph.com slash live if you want to check out the lineup and see what's coming up. And uh, MoGraph.com slash TV if you want to watch MoGraph 24-7. Not just us, but other shows as well. There it is, right there. <laughs> you like Matt? So we put your Matt inside of Matt. Yeah. So you Yo watch dog, Matt. I heard you like Matt's. <laughs> so you can MoGraph while you MoGraph. Mattception. Matt Overlock. <laughs> Matty Matt Matt. <laughs> Matt Matt. <laughs> So uh, a couple of things for this week to talk about. Uh, number one is this is uh, this is Byron's episode today. We're going to talk about AI. We're going to go off the beaten path a little bit, not just yeah. AI and art, but all sorts of AI stuff. Uh, I think it's something that's most people probably yeah. are getting into. Some people <laughs> just watch his don't. dead eyes. <laughs> just always looking at you. That's Enhanced one of the by AI. Yeah. <laughs> Enhanced. The. Uh, that yeah so so the show okay let me think about this for a minute so last week's show was dallas was that dallas yeah so uh, that is uh now posted officially had a weird audio problem that happened at the last second which i'm uh currently working on to fix for the next one it sucked because i was on stage and i was not able to fix yeah. it but it's all good now because we record backups and Sweeten it. We're going to go back and sweeten it anyway and post it officially with the good audio anyway. So that's all up now. You can also watch that on MoGraph TV after the show. So, you know, just mm -hmm. leave this on. And even if you're watching the regular version of the stream, it'll flip over to that one afterwards. Yeah. So if you want to watch it, you can check it out. It was a great panel. Of course, if you're listening to the audio podcast, you'll have to click on that previous episode. That's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that was posted as the episode last week. So, you know, hopefully people have already heard that. And then next week's episode is going to be the Denver show. Yes. Which Yay. we are doing on Thursday. This Thursday. Thursday. So we will so. stream that. But mm -hmm. next week's, like, official, you know, nice audio version is going to be uh, on Monday. It will be Denver. The one after that, the week after that, is going to be the Philly one. Uh, yes. Which I will not be at. Uh, so Matt's handling at. that on his own for the first time. Mm -hmm. Have Pickle Nick's help on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the week after that, on the podcast version, you will be getting the uh, the Philly version of that. If you want to watch it live, have what EJ day is be that? My co-host is that the fifteenth. What day 15th, is the Philly? Yeah. Uh, the way It'll that you can 15th. find out, <laughs> you just go to your web browser and type go to dat.com and uh, you can check out the lineup that is may 15th i'm looking at it right now yes and, uh, you so can see we the lineup. won't have a show but that one will be broadcasted the week after i'm assuming right and that is what day of the week is the 15th i don't even know is a monday a it's a monday okay yeah so it so won't we... be very far off from our regular time that day yeah yeah 
So we'll cool. be, I guess we'll be broadcasting it live. Yeah. It will. Yeah. So it's interesting. So <laughs> it'll be broadcast live next Monday, but the, the, the podcast that you will get next Monday is going to be Denver, <laughs> right. you know, Just a so week behind. Yeah. yeah. So that will be a week behind. It helps us because we can kind of take a little break mm-hmm. and we can just post that. And we have a little time back with all the travel and client yeah, so work. Next, we have to next two to weeks will be that shows. Yeah. And we're going to, we're going to also update the site. Um, Winbush will mm-hmm. not be at the Philly event, unfortunately, but, yes. um, Patrick for D will be, will. Yeah, yeah he's, we brought, he's we're bringing him in to uh, do some ZBrush stuff. So that'll be mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Yeah. And then uh, panelists, uh, Brodor will be there. And mm-hmm. then the other ones, I believe at this point, are all TBD. Um, so oh, boy. I don't know. I don't know what other <laughs> panelists for Philly we have. Now, if you're coming to Denver, we have mm-hmm. a mountain of panelists it, so also, many. I'll like say eight thousand panelists. <laughs> yeah. Do we know anybody else in Philly? I know we know people in Philly. If you want to be mm-hmm. on the panel, let us know. We'll just. I mean, or <laughs> even uh, close by, you know, New Jersey area or something right. like that, because it's only about an hour from New Jersey or something. And it doesn't a have to be a gigantic panel every week either. Yeah. You know, sometimes I mean, it's honestly, hard. Yeah. Five or six of us could handle it. I'm sure. Yeah. So, uh, for uh, this week, though, for Denver, let's talk about mm-hmm. the panel real quick before we get into everything here. So, uh, Denver, it's uh, May 11th. It's this Thursday. And uh, that is at 12 p.m. At 12 p.m., you're going to learn from EJ, Chris, and Winbush about things in cinema. Especially if you're new to this, this is a good opportunity to learn if you, if mm-hmm. you uh, are uh, a noob. This is a good opportunity. Uh, they tried to make it not too too intense. Uh, Chris's stuff is always a little intense, no matter what. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> take that with a grain of salt. And Matthias will be emceeing that. And then our panel is huge. Uh, we've yeah. got so many people. We've got Brian Coleman. And then, Byron, you're going to be there. I'll be there. Talking about AI, I'm sure. We, we saved the AI discussion for the end, but... It it almost needs like at least forty five minutes, if not more. <laughs> I saw I saw you also got into it at the Dallas one, <laughs> and we barely like scratched the surface on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Arievs will be there, the Schmoopies, and um, uh, Cam, Cam will be there. Cam uh, and Luis, Sean Astrom, Jen Van Horn, Scott Unra, uh, Rev is coming to nice. Denver, so he's going to join us on the panel. And then, uh, and then we're hosting it, uh, Matt and I. So that'll be a lot of people. That'll be fun. Make sure you uh, get tickets. We've revamped the ticket system also. If you bought an original ticket through the portally Maxoni thing that was on the site, uh, we've changed that now. We're just using Eventbrite. So we've transferred everybody's tickets over. So you should have an email if you had the original ticket. Everything's in Eventbrite now moving forward. So... Um, Everything should be working well. And, yeah, I think that's about it for the tour. And uh, I don't know if there's any Camp MoGraph updates that you had this week. Um, no, other than uh, for those who are coming uh, uh, to camp, we're working. We're currently working on the camper portal um, for mm-hmm. those new people who have it, who didn't come last year, who are new to camp, um, the camper portal is just kind of a place where you can log in and check out 
uh, like what to bring, you know, suggested things to bring. You can also sign up for the shuttle. The shuttle is uh, the shuttle is interesting this year, as I'm sure every single person who went through and bought their ticket read all the information and saw what time the shuttle service mm-hmm. was at. Sure, they did. right, Byron. Yep, every time. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every year I read it and then yeah. email you two days before. Oh, I don't have a shuttle. Right. Yeah. Get off. So and it's uh, different this year. That's the thing. Different it's this very year. different. What's cool is you know, which Byron, you live in Denver anyway. I'm, so I'm there, assuming you're just gonna drive. <laughs> yeah. You know. But uh, uh, the shuttle is different this year. Um, we are not running it throughout the day. We are running it three specific times because we hired a shuttle service in order to actually do it. So uh, that took a big weight off of us. And we're just recommending people fly in, sign up for your shuttle, make sure you get there. You know, and uh, these shuttles are pretty big. They'll fit like 50 people. Yeah, you know, huge. so we don't have to get like six rental vans and be running all day you know it's just yeah. that it, that is one of the hardest parts of camp is yeah. uh and so we and, and the stress and, and of one it, of the like... most expensive honestly <laughs> so we just outsourced it to a company this year and we're really ex- excited about that yeah. awesome mm. but the portal should be up here in the next week or so hey this is dave i just wanted to stop for a moment and thank our sponsor otoy the creators of render network and of course octane but I don't have to tell you that. You know who they are. You see the results of their render engine all over the interwebs. And we're very grateful that they're supporting what we're doing at MoGraph.com. From this podcast to MoGraph TV to events like local meetups and Camp MoGraph and all our community building efforts. We can't wait to show you what's in store. All thanks to their support. Go check them out at Otoy.com. Now back to the madness. Here's the the winning ticket. The winning <laughs> bingo from from uh last year and i don't know if i can even try and play the audio or not i'll I'll, yeah i won't even (laughs) attempt to play the audio but there's uh byron there's you winning the final for a camp Mm -hmm. highlight moment yeah yeah so this this and the Vegas story will now go down. Oh history. my gosh! Am I allowed to tell the Vegas? story? <laughs> you already told or, it. I thought oh, you I told, told it a couple I of weeks ago. Tell it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! You know that was my favorite night of the trip. That was, that was my so favorite. Cool. I was so tired the next day because we stayed out till what, like five a.m. or something. That you was know, like every night that you were so funny. At the end of it, you were like. I'm not walking back to my hotel. I'm getting an Uber and not realizing it was literally the hotel next to it. it yeah. I didn't even have to walk for that long, but I, I refused to believe that it was that close. <laughs> I just, just like, no, get me an Uber. It was, I was exhausted. That's you must have been uh, hiking with EJ at one point in your life and sure. lied to about how long something <laughs> is. How long a, a it's walk is. It's just a 20-minute hike. Three yeah, hours the- later... Yeah. The brewery is around the corner, is what yeah. EJ always says. Hundred <laughs> percent. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's around the corner. Up someone here, who guys. walks seven or jogs seven miles a day. Yeah, it's just around the corner. Just someone yeah. who sits at their desk, drinking Mountain Dew and Monster just to stay awake. <laughs> no, that's pretty far away. <laughs> How many uh, monsters you... were you on there? <laughs> yeah. That that night, I don't know. Today I'm at one and one Mountain Dew. Already about to hit a second one. <laughs> Amount of monster. I'm waiting for my ridiculously expensive order to come in they're so expensive now they are yeah i bet i mean from costco if you look at it like for at costco they're like a dollar 50 each which a dollar 50 each is actually pretty good in comparison to like if you're buying them at like a 7-eleven or something then they're like 
two for six bucks or something. Does coffee like, just not cut it anymore? Coffee? I don't drink coffee. Mm-hmm. I do, yeah. and it still doesn't cut it. It still doesn't mm-hmm. cut it, yeah. right? Yeah, those I packs one on of those, Amazon uh, are 50 bucks. Prime energy drinks, you know, that the kids are drinking nowadays. You know, the one with actual caffeine in it. I, that mm-hmm. was pretty good. It was really good. <laughs> Had like 200 milligrams of caffeine. Felt really good yesterday. So do we want to thank our Camp MoGraph sponsors before yes, we move forward absolutely. here? I 100% want to thank our Camp MoGraph sponsors because without our lovely, wonderful sponsors, Camp MoGraph would not be what it is and so um big shout out to otoy otoy has been just absolutely wonderful in sponsoring all of our events not just camp but also the dat tour as well you know and um uh uh helping us out uh sponsoring basically mograph.com so big shout out to them otoy they're our big global sponsor this year for camp uh so uh big shout out to them as well as our two village sponsors both maxon and spilt uh, super excited to have them on board and then grayscale gorilla if you are taking the shuttle this year um uh mm-hmm. you will be taking the grace grayscale gorilla shuttle to camp the so, space shuttle the space shuttle the <laughs> dock yeah you gotta dock I love the space thing the space yeah. theme for yeah. this year <clears throat> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I was looking up. Uh, I was looking up like uh, astronaut onesies. You know, oh, yes. like Cons last year was wearing his. What oh, was yeah. it? A unicorn onesie or whatever. Yeah. You know, I want to get a spaceship uh, or a spaceman onesie. That'd wear that cool. around. And you got to yeah. decorate your tent like a spaceship. Yeah, I've been looking at oh, yeah. tents. I, I just bought a uh, yesterday. I was at Costco and they had these like hammock chairs or whatever. You know. Like, mm-hmm. uh, and I was thinking to myself, I was like, hey, you know what? That is technically a write-off, right? Oh, because yeah. I'm using it for it camp. So Absolutely. I bought it. Yeah. That's and the great also, thing. Now you can be professional campers. Right. <laughs> uh, and, and Julie has texted me to remind me that uh, sponsorships opportunities for camp have not closed. Correct. Yes. We are still, still uh, looking yeah. for sponsors. You know, um, if you run a studio or you're interested in sponsoring camp, or you couldn't get a ticket, <laughs> and you're like, hey, I'm gonna sponsor. <laughs> Need to go in. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <clears throat> we had someone do that a couple of years ago. They're like, we couldn't get a ticket, so we just sponsored and got a mm-hmm. sponsor ticket. Yeah. Yeah, it's so. still doable. We haven't done any of the print stuff or anything yet. It's still a little ways out, yep. so hit us up. I'm, I'm really excited about the uh, tent city that we're building. You know, this that year sounds with with terrible. all the people who are tent camping, because I'm tent camping this year. I know Dryson's tent camping this year. Yeah, um, uh, I think Nick is as tent camping because we're driving this year so we can mm-hmm. carry all of our stuff with us. Yes. You know, it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. We're trying to figure out a way to make it like super rad, you know, you know, so if anyone has any suggestions, super rad is good. It. Super rad. <laughs> super yeah. rad. Yeah. Just not like super not just regular rad it needs to be super super rad, rad. yeah yeah super super rad <laughs> also a couple other things here real quick uh i had a note matt you had a note uh i wanted to tell everybody to check out mograph.com slash news because we do have articles on yeah. there pretty often but this video that uh we posted an article on here it is the launch of the new volkswagen truck and this is a very long video uh, that uh, was put together. It's uh, by uh, Tactic. It's T A C T Y C, 
And this video is absolutely insane. This is some of the best Looks animation for a product or something that I've seen in a long time. And you would not believe. I, don't, I can't really. Can I fast forward? I don't know if I can. No, you the, can't. The embed is weird on it. Maybe yeah. you can find it on YouTube. It's Vimeo, so. Yeah. Oh, is yeah. But, like, the amount of work that went into this. And there's just so much particle stuff. And there's just mm -hmm. so much. Just, this is just. A, a masterpiece in my opinion because mm -hmm. they I, I don't know how to describe it they they went all out with every shot it, it's every possible thing you can do you want particles you got particles you want MoGraph <laughs> you know you want uh, cool lighting you want uh, I don't know what else um, great cinematography Mm -hmm. Everything about it is is great, and and I can't even imagine how much time went into this. Oh yeah, threads. You gotta have threads, threads yeah. right? Have threads, yeah. You gotta have threads. All the tricks for this one. Yeah, everything. <laughs> they pulled out all the stops, and I just think it's just an absolutely fantastic. Here's some MoGraphy rocks, and just beautiful, freaking mm -hmm. beautiful. And the audio on this is great too. So go check this out. It's truly inspirational if you're especially into like doing product renders and product animations and you love the whole MoGraphy octane even though it's Redshift uh, <laughs> octane look um, just check it out and uh, be interesting interesting to see how big that team was like how oh, long yeah. this took yeah just the planning involved in this you know and, I, and I'm, I'm I don't even know like if the actual truck at the end is 3D it probably is you know, but uh, yeah, check that out. So the only other thing we had on the list was Matt. You you had uh, that note about Clarice. Yeah. So I was uh, scrolling through Instagram the other day, and I saw that Aaron Sorensen had posted a story all about how Clarice, the uh, the 3D software that you know the stuff that like renders out these massive giant scenes is apparently uh, going out of business. Mm -hmm. so, Goodbye, Clarice. Oh my gosh! See what I did there. So it's interesting. It's uh, yeah, it's interesting to see something like that. You know, I don't know. I know it really seemed like the people that used it were very, very much into yeah. it. You know, yeah. and I don't know if they just didn't get enough traction. It's a very heavy, not heavy, but it's four heavy projects. Yeah, you know, like massive, massive projects. I don't yeah. know exactly why they shut down, but but anyway, Byron, let's get to you. Let's sure. talk about you a little bit, and let's talk about some AI. We are going to touch on your graphics background a little bit before we get into AI stuff. You've been doing AI TikToks and things lately, which are fun. Yeah, mm. I've been very into AI <laughs> lately. So we'll we'll go down that rabbit hole. Uh, we'll first talk about uh, you as a designer. I uh, have your, uh, I don't know what you call it, your link tree up. So I have some links to some things. Your nice. your freelance work, your website, it's called Not Just BS. Is that right? That is correct. <laughs> um, whenever I work on files, I always usually mark them with my initials, which Byron Sanford are BS. Gotcha, so gotcha. most of what I do ends up being a bunch of BS. Um, but yeah. I usually collaborate with other freelancers or hire teams when when it's for bigger projects so it's not just me so that's where not just bs came from i gotcha um and then what are your other uh your other uh social media sites and things that you got so out there? 
for the most part, I post on on Instagram a lot, which I guess we all kind of do. I just started the TikTok thing uh, now that I've been doing AI videos. Um, and I did my first YouTube tutorial the other day, Ooh. which was uh, scary and <laughs> a little and very interesting. How much time it took, did it take you? It took me a whole day. Yeah. It, a whole day to record and then like a whole other day to edit, basically. Yep. Yeah. Where I thought I could put it out on a Wednesday and it ended up going out on a Friday night. <laughs> so yep. I, like, yeah, I just need to put it out. I can't deal with this anymore. Um, but yeah, I do mostly... Uh, animation work, 2D, 3D, uh, for either agencies or direct-to-brand, uh, and that was a little bit of my reel up there. Rock on. And where did you go to school? I actually went to school for business, which had nothing to do with design or animation, uh, right. and I did that in Spain, because uh, I grew up nice. in Spain. And oh, we yeah. are from Spain. We are from Spain. Uh, <laughs> And then I came, but I, w I was born in the States, so I'm half American, half Spanish. And okay. then I came back to the States 10 years ago uh, and have been in Denver for the last six because there's okay. awesome. Logo. That's why in Vegas you were swearing in Spanish. All right. Oh, if I, yeah. <laughs> My Spanish is actually like a lot. I feel more comfortable in Spanish, especially oh, really? for swearing uh, or arguing. Uh -huh. that's, that's always a good one. That's um, funny. And I can also only do math in Spanish. I can't. Really? Yeah, it's just, it's weird. That's how I learned. <laughs> it's, it's just <laughs> numbers. But numbers are numbers. But I don't know. I'm just not used to using them in English, I guess. And especially like multiplication, huh. where What's it's the like. The difference, though. I don't know. I memorize the multiplication tables. I don't really know how math works. Yeah, I mean, that's, really the, that's the way works. we were taught growing up. Just yeah. memorize it. So don't I know it in Spanish. figure out the actual way to do it, you know. So what's 10 times 10 in Spanish? <laughs> Thin? <laughs> oh, so you just say it in Spanish? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, say, okay. I have to say it in Spanish in my head, then I can translate. But okay. for the most so part, if funny. I'm doing any math, it has to be in Spanish. Gotcha. So funny. Hmm. I also hmm. had a moment when we were at the at the Beeple party um, where we were at the Airbnb with the Ariebs and, and a few other people. And of course, yeah. you know, we had, you know, we were having fun. So, right, so, of course. Sure. <laughs> I was probably impaired at some point by something or other, and <laughs> for like 30 to 45 seconds, completely forgot how to speak English. And just <laughs> That's panicked. Funny. Only Spanish would come out. And like, I think that uh, Chelsea could see the panic in my eyes because I was like, I don't know how to speak English, but uh -huh. in Spanish. Uh, and they all just were dying laughing at me. And then finally, it like clicked back, and I was like, oh, I'm back. That's so funny. Brains are weird. Brains are very, very weird. So, it's like you had a different it, word it, for everything. Spain Spanish? Very Spain Spanish. Okay, yeah. so it's like with the, 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 with, a lot of, a lot of tongue, yeah. right? All the lisp. Yeah. yeah. Um, all the lisp. Yeah. And it's, I had a friend who was, well, not really a friend, but I knew this teacher who had a really heavy lisp and she taught in a very Hispanic area and they just thought she was from Spain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. We do have a lisp. They say that it's because we had a king who had a lisp, and then they made oh, that's funny. Start pronouncing things so that it sounded like he was properly speaking the uh -huh. language. Everybody else was wrong. But I feel like that's more of like an urban legend than anything okay. else. Okay, hmm. <clears throat> dude, we need to hop on like Discord sometime. I need you to teach me Spanish. I need to oh, learn. Yeah, real quick. Cuando quieras. Yeah. 
Let's see. I don't Just know what that quick. means. <laughs> Whenever you want. All right. Uh, I, we actually did a song in Spanish with Rev when we were at oh, the, really? at the um, uh, karaoke for NAB. Oh, that's mm. fun. That's fun. Because Rev grew up in a in an area with like a lot of Spanish speaking people. Oh wait, so I think was, I yeah I remember that. It was in your room. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you did fine. He was like struggling. <laughs> <laughs> he chose the song. He chose the song. He knew. Yeah. I think he knew that one. Hmm. So we should have uh, done Despacito, which would have been a little bit easier, but yeah, but so it uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember that now. Man, that was a long mm-hmm. night. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about AI and and how did I know you're real into it <laughs> Good now? Transition there. How did you get into <laughs> it uh, initially? I know everybody kind of saw Mid Journey and and things that were going on, but we're going to talk about some of the other tools that are out there as well. How did you end up going down the rabbit hole with that stuff? Yeah, I mean, for me, it was, I guess, kind of like everybody else when ChatGPT and MidJourney came out. Um, it was like last year, it's still. Um, it just seemed very interesting. And I started messing around with, with all that stuff. And um, in my very Spanish fashion, I try to make things as easy and as cheap as possible. So, you know, ChatGPT was free. Uh, unless you want ChatGPT four now, um, Midjourney is was kind of free, but then I learned about Stable Diffusion, and they were like, "Oh, you can just install it on your computer and run it directly." And I mean, I have a animation graphics card, so I was like, "This is perfect." Right. Um, so I just started installing different programs locally, so that I didn't have to pay for extra apps. And it's super interesting. It's really great for my ADD because there's so many different aspects. There's the artistic side of trying to make something that looks good, and then there's also the coding side of trying to get everything to run properly on your machine. Um, and so it's just been fun. And from there, uh, I do my morning kind of every morning. I I go on the socials and and check anything that's come out for AI that day. There's a few um, sites that I follow that that have like all the tools listed, and then just try and see what works and what doesn't work. And so I I try to get on like waiting lists pretty early mm-hmm. so that I can start testing out yeah. the the apps and stuff. What would cool. be a good start to get on some waiting lists? Like, is there a a good source that just lists and says, here's a bunch of cool stuff you should get on the waiting list for. Definitely. I mean, I don't know that it says uh, this is what you should get on the waiting list for, but future tool, futuretools.io is um, a, a site that I keep my eyes on a lot. And the guy who runs it also has a YouTube channel where he every, I don't know if it's every day, but definitely every week he puts out a video and he's like, this week in AI, this is what happened. And he gives you a rundown of news, uh, new things that have come out. And so all the tools are listed. You can categorize them by what you need. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. And you can list them by new or whatever. And so if there's anything new in there, um, you can get on the waiting list pretty early. This is like... Oh, this is great. No wonder so many people are, like, scared of AI. It's like just going to this one and seeing all the different things that are there. It's like, holy, holy cow, you know? It's it's a little bit scary, but um, what I've been trying to, like, also remind people is that it's not really AI. Like, that's what we call it. Right, right we're far from actual intelligence. This is just right. language models and, you know, right. image generation that comes from just looking at sources and right. making pixels. And to me, I usually also say like pretty pictures are not art. So if you are an artist, 
uh, and you know you're scared of AI I would say don't be that much because pretty pictures are not art exactly so mid-journey can make really pretty pictures Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean it's art Um, Mm. I think that if you go and you look at art history over time there's been a lot of painters and, and sculptors and all sorts of artists that over time could make really pretty stuff but maybe it didn't make it into the museums at the end because it wasn't really art and so I think we should focus on that idea of we're putting forward a story we're putting forward an emotion and we're actually making art no matter what tool you're using with it Um, and that can't really be replicated I think art Mm -hmm. if you look at the definition somewhere it's like it's human expression so right Right. so that's my take on it yeah like bulk like making uh, statues in bulk isn't necessarily art yeah yeah and you can sense. you can put those there's like you can put those statues somewhere to decorate but it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that right. it is necessarily you know yeah no I, I get that that idea and Neat. there's a lot of things in AI that I would like to automate and I feel like it's it's something that I am there's probably tools out there and I just need mm-hmm. to get connected to the right place but for me I use a lot of chat GPT, but I also feel like, okay, how could I integrate this with something else? And I know there's integrations and things, but then mm-hmm. you see a lot of garbage stuff, right? Like you're, you're on mm-hmm. TikTok and you're like, this app lets you do chat GPT mobile for free. And it's like, yeah, it's called chat GPT. Like <laughs> on, what your do you, <laughs> on your phone, like what do you need an app for? And then, you know, they ask you to pay for, for it after you use it like three times. Yes, yeah. it's a lot of garbage to sort through like that. All that is, I think that's really crucial to me. Any app that you see out there that has mm-hmm. a nice interface and that you can just submit your images and it'll make anything or easily type and it will do any work for you is and is going to be paid. They all yeah. charge you whether it's ten to fifty dollars at the end of the month. It's all paid. Whereas if that exists. There is somewhere on GitHub a repository that you can install it on your computer and run it for free locally. Mm-hmm. Um, right. That's the amazing thing about AI is that it's all open source. It's all out there. People are collaborating every day and they're putting their source code out into the world for anybody to use and iterate on. Mm-hmm. So if you can if you can pay for it, you don't have to. You can always try and download it. Um, yeah. And that's what ChatGPT has been great for. All me. I want is a smarter Siri or Google or something like that to I'm where I can ask, yeah. like <laughs> to where yeah. I can say, Hey, you know, cause the number of like ridiculous questions I ask my Google or Siri or whatever, just to see if, Hey, maybe you got a little bit smarter at some point. She never knows. No, ever, yeah. ever. It's you know? really, really yeah, bad. Yeah. The worst. And so, Here's something I found on the web for you. (laughs) Yeah, I was watching uh, Ted Lasso, you know, and there was this scene where he asks Siri something and Siri comes back with like a like a a remark or something. And I'm like, there is no way that Siri would actually say that way to go. Apple Apple TV TV. to make it look way smarter than it actually is. I think we'll get there pretty soon, but yeah, no, right now Siri is just so lacking. Yeah, Apple has to be working on an AI integration into that at the moment. They have to be, right? Everybody is. Yeah. Yeah, You can already just 
it would just be own. so nice to be able to ask a, a question that it understands you know right. that it understands because gpt knows and <clears throat> they and you know bing is trying to do this but they're just shoving it down your throat like did y'all see they put bing on your freaking desktop forcefully yeah, yeah. And it's like i don't want a search bar in the middle of my desktop yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Microsoft. <laughs> like, what are you thinking? Like, you could just integrate it into something less intrusive anyway. Right. Um, Cam says the terracotta, the terracotta army is an art. Okay, that's different. <laughs> I'm talking about bulk producing little statues and selling them on Amazon. That's not art. If you if you sell a thousand of something, it's probably not. Yeah, is, is 3D printing, is that an art? Or is that just manufacturing? Depends. An art. Are you, is manufacturing are you creating art? the models? Yeah, are you Maybe. or are you just downloading know. them and printing them? That's not art, right? We You're could creating. ask Scott. We could Scott. ask ChatGPT. <laughs> Scott, are you really an artist? <laughs> Scott is very much an artist. <laughs> Byron says you're not an artist. Yeah. Byron he says you said, just download 3D prints and print them. Yeah. <laughs> So a tool that I would like to have is, like, to be able to, okay, if if I ask my Amazon dingus to -hmm. play something on Netflix, Mm -hmm. it is the most ridiculous, like, 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 twisting of words to make it work. Because Mm -hmm. I have a TV, and the TV has integrated Roku, okay? But Mm -hmm. as far as the other items are concerned that run the things, the dinguses that could talk to it, it sees the Roku as a separate thing. It's, it thinks I have a Roku plugged into a TV. And so if I say, play mm-hmm. something, something on the TV, it says, sorry, I can't do that. And it's like, yep. okay, you know I have a TV in this room. You know this one is set up to be only in this room. Like if I'm in this room and I say, turn on the TV, dingus, it will turn on the TV. But if I say, play this on the TV, it's like well, no, you're supposed to ask me to play you this on the, play Roku. It on the Roku, right? Yeah, and you then my, name your Roku to TV and see if that helps. That's, well, that I, makes I, it I worse. Did that in my my bedroom, I renamed like a, a group of stuff called the lights. So when I say turn on <laughs> the lights, it turns on all those lights. Or I changed my fan. I'm like turn on the fan. Right. But then you do that, and then if you ask it in another room to turn on right. the fan, oh, yeah. it turns on the one in the other room because it thinks I that's the wish name. It could differentiate by which one you were in. Yes, and it also, can. My my Google will uh, it will it 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 sometimes accepts turn on you know master bedroom TV or uh, uh, sometimes it messes up, and then I have to say turn on. 65 inch TV or Roku or right. something like that. It's really stupid. And it changes. It's like they update their algorithm. Mm-hmm. They update something and you'll mm. see, like I used to be able to say, hey dingus, turn on Seinfeld on Netflix so on the Roku. Dingus. Like you, you want to just say, hey, just play some Seinfeld. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And the AI should be able to say, okay, you're in this room. You've got this TV with this Roku. You have Netflix, and Netflix has Seinfeld. And I'm just going to play a random episode of Seinfeld. But no, you have to say it. And now, if you say the same thing, it no longer will play Seinfeld. It will search for it on Netflix, and then it will just stop right there. And then you uh-huh. still have to do it yourself. And yeah. to have AI into that would eliminate <clears throat> all of that in a heartbeat. Yeah. The great thing that AI brings is context which right. is what's needed. Right. And even 
like for me, like even easier than just like the different rooms. Like I would love if my computer knew which monitor I'm looking at. And like, cause right. I press control W so many times when I'm looking at, and then it closes the tab that I was actually clicked on. I'm like, no, not that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, context I think is one of the first things that's actually going to come through once they start incorporating ChatGPT and all the different AIs into mm-hmm. these. I'm surprised that they haven't done it yet for Siri or I, Alexa, I think I, I think yeah. Microsoft because you know they have Cortana but no one uses Cortana you know right like uh, Siri and Google are much more widely used you yeah. know and the Amazon, Amazon one yeah um, and I, I think they were that they were just like, yeah, no one's going to use Cortana with this. Let's just do it all in Bing, Bing. right? Yeah. We're willing to take a chance to be first in the market, you know? They just keep trying with Bing so hard. Yeah. Stop yeah. trying to make Bing a thing. It's not not going to happen. Just buy Google, whatever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you're looking at a tab, though, the thing's not going to know if you have this AI thing on, what you're looking at, because you're always looking forward. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's so. That's the one piece that new AI that I'm using today um, that I just installed that tracks my or wherever I'm looking. Technically, if I'm close enough to the camera, it'll like make it pretend like I'm actually looking. Get your at the get your finger like right next to your eye and see yeah, if it messes it, it, it up. It oh, oh my that. gosh! Oh no! <laughs> it is so oh, that's creepy. Oh, oh god! That's oh. <laughs> That is so funny. That's good yeah, for know. long Zoom meetings where you want everybody to think you're paying attention, yeah. not looking at that's your phone. The new, that's the new glasses with the eyeballs on right. it <laughs> while you're sleeping. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. That's one thing. I'm assuming that hooks into your camera and then comes up as like a separate input or something. Yeah, that's it's actually NVIDIA broadcast. So if you have an NVIDIA oh, it is. card... Okay. You you just download NVIDIA Broadcast, and it's doing two things for me right now. It's um, cleaning up my audio for the microphone and removing like any noise in the background or from the echo of the room, and then it's doing the camera, uh, the blur mm-hmm. that I have mm-hmm. back here, and then my eyes. Yeah. Uh, and those are the functions that it has right now. The the cutout around you is actually really good. It is like really. that's a pretty crisp uh, cutout, yeah. even especially around your hair too. Yeah, super crisp. You know? I've been pretty impressed. Yeah. Can't get enough of that super crisp. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's look. I want to look at this. So you've got the Future Tools site, right? Um, future Tools, yeah. Some of these ideas, we'll, we'll talk about, like, some of the things that uh, we'd like to have as well, I think. I think that would mm-hmm. be good. Um, and, and then maybe some of these things already exist. Like, I know that there are spreadsheet tools, right? Now, I don't, I don't like to... Like I have, uh, uh, what do you call it? The AI, uh, not Midjourney. The Dolly? No, the local one. The God, uh, my head. Stable Diffusion. Stable, stable Diffusion. Diffusion. Good lord! I've got that on my computer, and that's local. But I don't mm-hmm. like having to go through installing some of these because inevitably what happens is you're installing it and something doesn't work and it's like you don't have this library and you're like okay how do i get that library now i got to go install that and then that's Mm -hmm. done and then it doesn't work for some reason and you got to (laughs) figure out why it's not working and then it becomes a whole thing and i I like (laughs) right i i I like fiddling with that i do have a stable diffusion working Mm -hmm. and running but i still don't feel like it's as good as 
the current version of Midjourney, which it probably means I have to update my version of Stable Diffusion, and I just don't want to. Midjourney mm-hmm. just has like a special magic, and mm-hmm. uh, like it it gives you very pretty images, and yeah. that's a little bit. And there are some models you can download for Stable Diffusion that kind of replicate that. Also, Midjourney, by the way, just came out with version five point one, and it is mm. insane. Like it, it, and they just keep getting faster and faster at these. But um, they have five fingers now and all. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but that's yeah. where ChatGPT really helps because. Any error that I get in a command window when I'm installing something or something doesn't run, I just copy and right. take it to my chat GPT. I'm like, I got this error. What do I do? Mm-hmm. And chat GPT just is like, hey, this is what you do. If this doesn't work, try this. And you just copy it from there, paste it, and <clears throat> magic. After a while, it, it does work. Yeah. What I would like to do, I would like to take the U.S. tax code, you know, <laughs> feed it into chat GPT and then say... Help me Maybe create a pay. website to where I can easily do my taxes, you know? That would be ideal. Yeah. And that I mean, goes along with know. what I was wanting, too, which is just something to help me with spreadsheets and budgets. Mm-hmm. Like, I can build a great budget spreadsheet, but it would be really nice if I could actually, like, say, okay, take this raw spreadsheet from all of my transactions at my bank, categorize, mm-hmm. categorize them the best you can, place them in here the best you can, and restructure my budget for this month the way I usually do it. Because you yeah. can see the way that I do it every month. I just need to get the data in there, and it takes me forever. And then again, yeah. I want to give it access to my email and say, well, go now because the Amazon things are the hardest. Finding your Amazon yeah. transactions because the taxes yeah. and everything are in not the same and they charge you half at one point and half at another point it's so stupid so take all my amazon stuff and put it in there and and find those transactions i don't even need you to categorize them but sometimes i can't even i'm like what day is this it's like i ordered it april 1st it came on april 15th they charged me on april 27th and it wasn't the same amount that they said here because the tax Mm -hmm. was left off and the tip for the groceries came through that day i wanted (laughs) to figure that stuff out for me you know i'm Mm -hmm. i'm like a lot of people i want ai to make life easier yeah um so are there any spreadsheet things that you have worked with yet I don't really work with spreadsheets that much. The only thing that I've used is ChatGPT when I need an expression for my spreadsheet where I'm like, hey, find me something that'll yes, do X, Y, I or Z. Yeah. And, and yeah, it'll just give you the, um, the little code. Mm-hmm. But uh, I have seen there was somebody, it's a video on TikTok now, uh, I'll send it to you later, uh, where it's like somebody left their whole financial uh, decisions up to chat GPT. And so mm-hmm. with, with some of these plugins that you have now, you can feed it automatic data, kind of like what you were saying, but do remember that chat GPT is public. So, um, right. Yeah. Right. You don't, you maybe don't want to, you, you can your pay for privacy and stuff, but yeah, yeah. you might not want to update all your, what do you mean? It's stuff. public. Anybody can see what you've been searching for, Matt. Uh-oh. <laughs> so your conversations are I'll shared with them for them to learn, but they're also public. I don't, I've never gone snooping to see anybody else's conversations, but I think you can do it technically. They just I, came out with a privacy feature. Well, I know that they say that like their team can see these things, mm-hmm. but can an can the public yeah, actually... going to delete the, all the chats. <laughs> they, yeah, they can't actually... The public can't see your chats, can they? I don't know, honestly. I don't think that's... Why would they have a privacy function then? I mean, maybe it is for the team. Who knows? I, yeah, I th- I think it is because they they're trying to use 
whatever you're doing because they're trying to get feedback with the thumbs mm-hmm. up and thumbs down. So if you're doing that and they're trying to go through and do some, you know, quality control, I if I send they y'all might one open of the your web addresses. You know, mm-hmm. if you can access it, it's yeah. possible. Yeah, because when let me find one that. Uh, okay, here we go. <laughs> when you have. Uh, when it's sometimes it can't load because it's oversaturated and it yeah. can't load like your old um, here Dave trying to conversations open you can okay. just go into your history and that's one of on my conversations just tell me if you could I was trying to uh, uh, I made it a roulette bot <laughs> and so I was testing things out Futurama which was cool. it was like I was fiction. like you're a roulette bot no unable to load conversation that's okay. what it yeah. says for okay. me so, but I, I told it, I was like, basically run a simulation a thousand times where I start with $200 and this is the bet that I make every single time. Right. How, what's my balance at the end of it? Yeah. You know? I'll be right. I'll be right back. Sorry. Keep going. Sure. But yeah, yeah. I like that. It's like, yeah, I, I, I technically could, I know enough about programming to where I could build something like that, you know, and have it run a thousand times. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of neat that it says it in just basic text forms. Yeah. You know, but the question is also, how accurate is it? Is it building its own thing, or is it just making shit up? And that's what we don't know, right? Because they keep saying like, oh, the answers don't necessarily have to be real. They're trying to get to the point where you can have confidence in it. But right right now, sometimes it'll completely confidently tell you something, and you're like, no, that's wrong. Right. Uh, I was I was trying to learn Houdini or trying to upgrade my Houdini skills, mm. you know. And I was like, hey, how do teach me Houdini? Teach me, you know, how you do this or how do you do this in Houdini? And it would be like, oh yeah, use this node, and that node just doesn't doesn't exist. exist. Well. ChatGPT is only trained up until last year, right? Right. So that's something I'm currently working on now. Um, something that I'm like locally that I'm calling MoGraph GPT, where I'm feeding it yeah. all tutorials that I can find on YouTube, uh, transcribing that so that it can update to the newer. Because the last, I think, when I asked ChatGPT, it knows Cinema up to release 19 or 20, one of those. Okay. Um, but it doesn't have information yep. on the new See, stuff. once it turns subscription, it's like, nah, yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to learn that anymore. And so I'm trying to feed it transcripts of tutorials so uh-huh. that eventually it knows enough oh, or you could ask it any question. And I told Matthias about this. I When I finish it, I have to send it to him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but See, Now, are yeah. you able to share a chat with someone? So I'm doing this uh, locally on a on okay. something called That's Alpaca. What okay. Now, so now is this Alpaca? Alpaca is this allowing you to use like the full GPT four though? Because that was going to be my question. Was like, if you want to integrate something with GPT four, you have to pay. You, you can't do that locally. No, and also. You can have access to ChatGPT, but the weights and stuff like that, I'm not really sure how much of that is public. So what yeah, did come out... Yeah, I've also out, heard, like, the amount of GPU that they're having to use for to get you so fast of, you know, a mm-hmm. response mm-hmm. is ridiculous. And to run it at home, you'd get, like, Instant. a it's word slow. Yeah. a minute or something like that. Oh, oh, the yeah. other way. So it, it would be slow at home. It is a little bit slower at home. I mean, I have a 3090 and it does chug. If you, if you remember maybe ChatGPT, like when it first came out and it was like kind of like word for word, it's a little bit like that sometimes even slower. Well, that's Um, how GPT four is right now, even if you pay for it. Oh, it's slow. I haven't tried it yet. And they slow it down on purpose 
like so that the computer has time to catch up with itself. Wow. You know, you do something on 3.5 right now and it's almost instant. Mm-hmm. But but that that was my th- my thought with like we, you know we've got transcripts of all our back shows so I'm like what how yeah. can we send 370 episodes the transcripts back through and on GPT you really can't copy and paste a full script like that so mm-hmm. it's too long is that the only option then <clears throat> is to do it locally like you're doing for now as far as i know that's uh but that this was the first thing that i saw come out where it was like you can train it locally on your own data and i think that the idea behind it when i saw some video it was about oh you want to train it on say you have a company and you want to train it on your operations or whatever so it could answer Mm -hmm. questions um but with the idea that you could train it on anything i was like well just give me a you know MoGraph gpt where i can ask how to do anything and it should should know and should be up to date right Um, yeah because i wanted to do like a a an AI generated episode where it knows everything about all of our episodes yeah. and it creates oh my gosh, an episode how funny for would us. That be? <laughs> yeah. Feed it every single transcript, yeah. you know, and then and make a show. Be like, all right, create an episode for us. Right. You know, that would be mm-hmm. awesome. And then you see what it comes you know, up with voice.ai. <laughs> so yeah. when you, when you are training this, you said you're using alpaca. Now, is that the entire thing or is that just the installer? That is the name that they give the the weight model. So, okay. you know, Meta, Meta made their own chat GPT kind of thing, and it was called mm-hmm. Llama, and it it leaked online, and so everybody kind oh, of yeah. just had it had the had the code, had some of the weights for the training and stuff, mm-hmm. and so somebody who's really smart hacked that and made it even better and so instead of llama now it's called alpaca mm-hmm. uh, but there's a ton of different versions when and i look it up of- all i see is image generation um mine is video i'm not video sorry oh. uh, text text um yeah. so it's very much chad gpt just run locally and you can create for it uh different agents so you mm-hmm. can give each of your agent like a different personality uh, and you can download these, like people have them built and stuff. And you you can use images also for the agent to talk to you directly. It, mm-hmm. it, it's very much <laughs> will be a Jarvis type situation where you can just talk to it. But here's a question. Yeah, I've read somewhere that said uh, ChatGPT is better at picking stocks than actual, you know, stockbrokers and stuff. At that point. Why aren't we all rich? <laughs> right. Or, you know, right. now don't get me started on stocks because I think they're just a big pyramid scheme. Oh, 100%. You know? But, you know, it's like if everyone's using it and everyone's doing the same type of thing, you know, I don't yeah. know. Why aren't we all rich? We should be all rich. <laughs> I think that AI should figure out UBI, if anything. Right. You know, right. But, yeah. Hopefully, it'll gladly be take that UBI. Mm-hmm. Ideal, ideal utopia in the future where we can just get you know paid to to be creative and do whatever we want. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping. Work. I'm I'm hoping that AI will figure out the answers to some of these problems because, like, I mean, even even infrastructure, right? Like, think about it, you got traffic problems and other things mm-hmm. in the future theoretically mm-hmm. could figure out the traffic problems figure out what needs to be done design robots and vehicles that can autonomously do, fix mm-hmm. things 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, when we can just I mean, sit for, back. for traffic, we've had Google Maps knowing where everybody is at any time. And I've always mm-hmm. thought, why don't you just, you know, smartly reroute certain people so that you you get rid right. of congestion, which sometimes right. it, it will say, oh, Wave hey, this does that, you oh, know. Yeah. Because wave apps will send you all sorts of weird ways. But I found that like sometimes wave apps will send me in a way that it thinks is faster, you know, when in fact I've run a specific route so many times that I know this other way is faster, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. I'm curious if it bases it off of uh, paths that other people have gone you know and it's like okay this is actually much faster or whether it's reading all that traffic data and it's like nope this is the quickest way that would be the ideal which i'm sure know. will come soon as well um <clears throat> google is the, the question their, is yeah, though stuff. like what becomes the motivation if ai is running our lives being creative no isn't that what yeah. we all crave and want like I don't, for me I don't care about being creative though <laughs> Like, what would you okay if, if you didn't have to make money if, yeah, every exactly. day what, what would, would you, you do? do i i would love to say that i would love like my entire goal has always been to make a ton of money in order to be able to make cartoons my whole life that's but creative. like yeah i know it is but then i think to myself if i was just rich i'd probably not do that i wouldn't care enough <laughs> like would, i'd have no motivation i think you like, get bored right after now a while. right now i'm having a really hard time because i know that my budget is covered for the rest of the year <laughs> with jobs that i've got lined up <laughs> and i'm having a lot of hard time motivating myself to do anything you know what i'm saying right. anything above what i need to do so, did you get, you guys remember the the movie The Time Machine? Um, like, not the crazy remake that they made. H.G. Wells, The Time Machine. Yeah, yeah. The original, sure. like, old first version that they made, and he sure. goes he goes out into the future and mm-hmm. like way back because he like passes out on the machine or whatever. Right. And he gets to where the Morlocks are, and this right. whole and it's a utopia where nobody works. All they do is just lay around all day by the river, and like they're like all like pretty and just having a nice time and just enjoying life and i feel Mm -hmm. like if ai ran everything that's what it would be you would just get to philosophize and enjoy Mm -hmm. the trees and the streams and i do think you would end up getting bored at some point and want to create something because that's i feel like that's what the human condition is i would hope so (laughs) or not or maybe we would just all hang out there and then get fed by the ai and some point the morlocks would take us you never know (laughs) i'm just I, I for one, welcome our Morlock overlords. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anybody, warlocks, aliens, AI, whoever wants to just take over, right? Make me not <laughs> have to make decisions. Yeah. So I'm, I'm bookmarking the alpaca thing because I definitely want to get into that, and and I want to, <laughs> yeah, I want to be able to have it design stuff like, you know, like I was saying, like design me a whole episode based on these scripts do you do you feel like alpaca is as good as using gpt in general no i think gpt especially gpt4 is always going to be better it's just Mm -hmm. that and you can integrate gpt4 with a bunch of different things with the apis it's just that it'll charge you for tokens and i haven't run any tests to see Mm -hmm. how fast it will burn through those um and that does scare me a little bit of like because I'll just try things over and over with right. AI because it's free and it's available. 
Uh, and if I had access to that, I just feel like I would start racking up all the mm-hmm. all the Chat GPT four tokens and, right. and end up spending a ton. You you can limit it, but it's yeah. still a little bit scary. I would like to have yeah. something that kind of brought all that together, and and I do like the idea of maybe having a shared thread because right now. Like, if you want to kind of do an ongoing thing, you kind of have to, like, keep a thread in GPT of what that thing is, you know? Mm -hmm. Eventually, it'll be, like, all combined, and it'll know everything about your life, and you could say, hey, make me a recipe for a cake that I would like, you know? And it knows all the things you don't like, and, you know? I, I, I I I have thought about this so many times where it's like, what if I just... What if there was an app that would listen to every single thing and every conversation that I'm having all day long? Mm-hmm. Instagram. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. And like plug it into chat GPT, you know, so it hears my conversations. It knows what I like. It knows what it knows what I'm doing at all times. It puts your to do list together for you because mm-hmm. it knows. Right, exactly. Or, yeah. or something like that. And like it kind of runs my life. But the thing that scares me is like as soon as I start doing that at what point are they going to monetize it and start selling me stuff you know that's oh, the future I don't want yeah, right away you know <laughs> right right away they're, they already they're going to take every piece of information and just start selling me stuff it's like I don't want that you should know chat GPT that I don't have it in my budget for that well okay Gosh, but maybe it's, I don't know. If you pay for it, that's one thing. There's both models, right? There's the pay for model, and then there's the, where you are the, you are the product, you know, because it's free. Mm -hmm. So if you're paying, let's say you're paying for it, and your info is not going into some big database somewhere. Imagine what you could do throughout your day if it was listening to you, if your dingus was listening and said, hey, uh, I know you had to update the website today, so I went ahead and did this for you. It's in draft mode. If you like these changes, you can hit go. That's done. By the way, you're also supposed, also supposed to have this other Cinema 4, mm-hmm. 4D thing rendered by tomorrow. I've gone ahead and set up the render to go overnight for you. You know, I mean, all these little that things. And then the next day, you that. have like a, a thing that says, here's your agenda for today. You got yeah. this call. I've already set it up. I've set up your Zoom meeting with the email. Like all these little things that you do every day that could be taken care of. And they're mm. not even necessarily like miraculous things. It's yeah. not something that small, would take a lot. Yeah, And small decisions that you have to make, which is, right. I remember reading, I think it was the um, uh, Steve Jobs biography or something like that where he was like i just only wear black t-shirts and black pants because Mm -hmm. that way i don't have to make a decision in the morning about what i'm wearing which is he would like reduce every decision to the minimum so that his brain could work on the things that he wanted to work on right so the the amount of things we could do i mean we don't know maybe you know maybe at the end of the day i wouldn't really do anything much better (laughs) my brain would just be like whatever yeah Uh, but it's it's one it's one of those things that where it would save you so much time combined over many years right how many times do we say oh there's just not enough hours of the day right because we want to do so many things and it just takes and but even this even the whole ai thing every time you you're like oh yeah i just run it through here and i put in a prompt i'm done and then it's like no error 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 oh this didn't come out how you want it right yeah and then it also becomes the thing where it's you know Moore's law, where 
where you know processing power like doubles every year or something like that yeah. right and so what happens at least in our world in motion graphics as soon as your resources start getting faster and more abundant you start throwing more at it you mm-hmm. know and Quantum so, computing and it all will ends fix up that. being the exact same amount. So what happens is we're going to have AI take over a lot of parts of our lives, and then we're just going to end up doing more. You know, <laughs> probably. Right. But that fun. might be a good thing. Well, it's doing more, but also hopefully not having to put in the personal effort. Like at the end of the day, right now, kind of what we said a while ago it's like it's not really ai right it's just right, language right. models so you still have to review what the ai is giving you and make sure that you're okay with that so when right. it writes you an email to respond mm-hmm. to anybody or when mm-hmm. it creates a, a you know script for anything you still have to go through it and so we still we still play a big part in the results that we make but instead of having to go and write all the content now i can just go review it and edit it and that at least for me makes it a lot easier yeah like you said earlier not everything is officially ai look at uh, the snapchat ai that came out this week number one it says it's not looking at your photos but it is <laughs> no i mean it absolutely is like i've seen proof of it you know where it's commented on a photo somebody put up there and they're like i thought you couldn't see these photos and it's like uh whoops yeah but also it is not real ai and i think that's the problem is that everybody who doesn't like ai is like oh that's ai i'm not going to touch that in reality it's like literally just a better version of something on a technological standpoint it's like if it didn't have the name i ai next to it and you just said oh here's um a better real six right i like i don't know i just i just feel like people are um, scared of it for that reason whereas if it didn't have the name AI it would just be another cool advancement in technology no one gave it a second thought scary, mm-hmm. but it is it, it is crazy to see some I, I mean I also don't agree with necessarily having to use like just using people's work without yes. consent that's, um, the, that's the problem point Yeah. although we have been doing that in art our whole lives like when did you Absolutely. ask Da Vinci for you know uh, Can I, for right. like, consent to use his art or you know the Campbell soup thing or like anything like or that or the We've amount of right. uh, clients who put inspirational stuff and use other people's artwork and say mm-hmm. hey I want you to we do something to similar like to this I want it to look yeah. like Google I want it to look like yeah we've, we've right. always done that you don't pay it's people that, royalties because you were inspired by someone's yeah. piece yeah it's just that now it's at <clears throat> such a vast level that it becomes scary. But it's it's pretty funny to me. I've like actually since I started doing the AI videos, I've gotten a few like haters now that are just like, I I can't I can't follow you anymore because of what you're promoting and blah blah. blah. And I'm like, okay, cool. That's I mean, I guess <laughs> yeah. that's your opinion. See ya. <laughs> right. See ya. Sorry, I'll give you a refund. I'll give you a full refund. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was the price of blender <laughs> yeah it, it helps uh when when i'm writing stuff it helps it helps me categorize things i put out a series of tiktoks about the piece that i made and i used a ton of ai on it i used a ton of ai to help me organize my thoughts and chats and <clears throat> even scripts because you know you're talking about how hard it is <laughs> sorry 
you were talking about how hard it is to like sit and record something right so Mm-hmm. If you can do that in bulk, it always saves time. So I had it divide these things up. I had it help me figure out, you know, how many scenes can I do? Like, I'm going to have four or five different setups for these 12 videos. And I want you to divide this, the, the scripts up so they're in different places throughout. And then, uh, yeah, and then come up with, like, scripts where, say, you're going to shoot all of these lines of the script in this location, and then you're going to move the camera and shoot all of these. I recorded 12 TikToks in an hour. Mm-hmm. It was a lot That's of awesome. setup, but I recorded them all. Now, it's a lot of editing, too, but I was even using that. I was using um, uh, edit with using scripts, mm-hmm. you know, where you can just look at the text and edit the text, and it edits your video. Yeah. And that saved a lot of time. And and that's the type of thing that I love about AI. And the little trick that I use there is I'll feed it like old blog posts that I wrote or stuff, stuff that is in my voice. And then I'm like, here, mm-hmm. you're going to you're going to analyze the tone and the voice of these. And then when you give me a script, I'm going to tell you, OK, now make it more personal, change it to my tone and voice. And it'll rewrite it. And it mm-hmm. actually does sound a lot more like a human because, you know, how you can copy paste that into you know ai detection systems and it'll be like 93 percent created by ai as soon as you're like oh give it more character or make it sound more like me it goes down to like 20 percent so it it can really do a lot which is amazing it's funny i i put in like to do a bio about what MoGraph is, MoGraph.com, and it came up with some things, and I'm like, okay, we'll talk more about the show and the podcast and who's been on the show. And it's like, oh, yeah, Andrew Kramer and Ash Thorpe, and I'm like, no, but they've not been on the show. Right. Mm. You know, I'm like, give me some other people. I would like you to include a Get theme. me Andrew Kramer uh, yeah, Andrew oh, yeah. on the show. <laughs> I was like, I would like you to include, like, some females that have been on the show. You know, I gave it a whole description. And then it came back and it gave me something good. You know, but, but it's a good starting point to have. You're like, mm-hmm. I mean, you did it too. You were sending me your bio for Denver. And it's oh, yeah. like, you put it in. And, and even if it's not correct, it's such a great starting point to have instead of a blank canvas. Because I think that's one of the things that we struggle with the most for to create anything, right? It's the blank mm-hmm. canvas kind of thing. Even when, when you're trying to make a piece in C4D or whatever, and you're just like, well, I could make anything. What do I do? Let me go to Pinterest and find inspiration. And you might have an idea, even just using Midjourney or Stable Diffusion to like just start brainstorming mm-hmm. is a great way to also get a step ahead. I don't know. If I'm in the mood to make a certain thing, I'm like, give me options for like a moody scene with dramatic lighting or whatever, and it comes up with ideas. And I'm like, oh, I like that. I like that. Let me let me see what I can do here. It also really helps to get good at the prompting. You know, that's mm-hmm. obvious with Midjourney, but it's so much so in just regular Chat GPT. Um, I asked it the other day. I I need help fighting my property taxes. Right. Oh, that's funny. And if you just say, I need help with my property taxes, it's going to give you something generic. It's going to say, well, one of the things you can do when you have high property taxes is blah, blah, blah. But if you start it out and you say, here's my situation, here's where I'm at, here's the comps, here's what's going on with, you know, where it's been year to year and why I don't believe it. And if you give it the whole setup, it's really going to give you something different. Yeah. Speaking uh, of that, actually, Chad GPT told me the other day we should uh, create a, a church. So, you know, you can have a MoGraph church. And oh, then yes. 
you don't pay property taxes because right. you have enough followers that you're like, oh, well, we could be a religion. That's true. Um, there we go. <laughs> so you just license that and it tells you everything. Oh, yeah, you need to file here. You need this form. You need this yeah. and this. So many people. Uh, you need somebody that's like the head of the board and then you don't have to pay taxes anymore. Because mm-hmm. I did. I did go down that rabbit hole a little bit. <laughs> that church of Mograph. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Pay your things- tithing to me. Yeah. <laughs> All your tithing are belong to us. So uh, I did okay. So I have one in here called digital marketing obfuscation, and it's an entire thread. And I think I talked about this on the show before, but it's a thread where I have uh, snarky but not too yeah, rude answers to <laughs> emails that are unsolicited, <laughs> and the people obviously don't follow us. They're just pretending that they do. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked your blog post the other day about AI. It's like, well, we had a show about AI. It wasn't yeah. a blog post. You yeah. know, so it's and I just keep the thread open on here and I'm, at this point I'm like, okay, now do this one. Now do this one. And I just copy paste. And I get a great little response. You know, when people are talking about how, how much they enjoy the show and then want to you know, have somebody join the show like oh we have somebody that's great for your show it's like oh really what do you like about the show yeah (laughs) what do you like about the show oh i liked the one episode where you insert quote here (laughs) you know and it's like so i've got this great thread for that i've got um uh, i've got one specifically for camp because with all these videos and things that we're making, I want it to know everything about camp. It knows the backstory of Spider-Lord. It knows mm-hmm. all of this stuff so that when I go to it and I give it a command, like it, it, it's amazing because it's such a long thread now that if I say, okay, I need another video and I need a script for it to be like this, it knows all those references in there. It knows to add a little blip about Spider-Lord that's comical because it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And if you could do that times everything in your life, that would be valuable. It would be a lot yeah. better than I found this on the web for you. <laughs> sooner than we be- sooner than we think, I'm sure. It's the, you know, the speed of this stuff is just ridiculous. It's keeping up with it even is so hard. I think I I I I find like um there's this uh panic. <laughs> <laughs> because we're so close to technology, mm-hmm. you know, and we're so easily it, like that we're we can easily access it and before just about anyone else, you know, yeah. before it hits mainstream or something mm-hmm. like the fact that that is constantly in the back of my mind. It's like you're not doing this. You should be <laughs> on this, you know. Well, mm-hmm. it's very reminiscent to me of NFTs when that technology came out yes. and it, our like our industry and our world kind of exploded because yep. yes you do and have see how that ended up GPUs. yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also there was a lot of at the time at least for me there was a lot of you know issues feeling like oh i'm not taking advantage of this yeah. or oh i'm not jumping on this fast yeah. enough and i'm going to i'm going to miss the the ride or whatever right and i think that that's that lesson is one of the things that when i saw ai i was like this is amazing and you know there's there's so many people out there that don't have a 3090 that don't have mm-hmm. or 8 like david has um <laughs> you know it, they, and they have to run all of these things either paying online or through a Google Colab that is slow right. and doesn't really work that well. So 
we are kind of lucky to be at the forefront and the fact that people are scared and like refusing to even check it out or look at it or or learn it uh when they actually have a leg up without even noticing is yeah. is kind of crazy to me but um mm-hmm. you know to each their own and we're all I wish I could have I wish I, I I wish I was much more ignorant on a lot of this stuff and just didn't know about it. You Ignorance know, is bliss. <laughs> right. I feel like my boomer parents are just like you know, pure happiness right now because they have no idea what's going on. In the meantime, you're like ChatGPT is going to take over the world and we're all going to yeah, be enslaved. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> you did a piece about uh, what, what it was an interview, right? The childish Gambino. Yeah, thing. it was so. Yeah, Donald Glover had just opened his creative studio, and he had roles posted for people that wanted to to apply. And there mm-hmm. was one role specifically that was animation and AI. And I was like, "That's perfect. I love that. Mm-hmm. I that is everything I want to do." Um, so you had to submit a two minute video, um, kind of introducing yourself or. or showing what you could do and so i decided that i was going to with ai create a video of donald glover himself kind of having a conversation with me and but it was donald glover from the future and kind of going through like why he should hire me Mm -hmm. um and so it has a bunch of different elements actually i use so many different ais i had to learn how to like clone his voice and transform mm-hmm. my voice into his I had to make this like puppet that actually could could speak and and move as he was speaking and then make sure that it all kind of looked coherent it was a whole thing and i, I mean i say in the video i made it in one night because i did stay up all night to make it for the deadline mm-hmm. um but you know i had been learning about the voice cloning and stable diffusion and control net and all these different programs um for for months now so it was really kind of this amalgamation of just all the information and you can see i go into audition and premiere and after effects so like there's yeah so all of this like all these wave files that say Mm -hmm. donald glover here because i haven't watched this whole thing what are the what are those individual files so those are clips so for for the gpu to be able to handle um learning his voice mm-hmm. you need to have clips that are not that are shorter than 10 seconds long because if right. not you run out of memory and so basically what i did is i just took a long interview and i cut that up uh to just the pieces where he was talking and then i asked audition to automatically make cuts for me whenever there was silences or whenever mm-hmm. i had uh gone over 10 seconds and so it cut those down into small chunks and then I could feed that to the AI. And it really doesn't matter how long it is. Like you can feed it chunks of one second and mm-hmm. it's really one word he's saying, but right. it will learn how he speaks and the cadence and everything. And it's it's, it's pretty nutty um, how you can do that. And of course, now I've tried to clone other voices and for whatever reason, the new code is not working. Um, so still, we're, I'm, I'm now having to learn a different one. It, it's, this is, this is what happens when you update. Once you learn how to use any of these like stable diffusion mm-hmm. and any of the plugins, then in two days, they run an update to the code and you update right. your version and you're like, whoops, well, that doesn't work anymore. Thank you very yeah. much. Um, See, I'm so trying to always, train one right now on voice.ai, but you don't have to do all of the back end that you're doing. Yeah. You know, so and, that's 
that's your kind of like paid version versus right. free version where you can uh, it, it's always going to be a lot easier and more straightforward mm-hmm. if you just pay voice AI whatever and then you send them a video uh, voice file mm-hmm. right. they will cut it up for you they will do they, they take care of all of that and it's probably automated in a way that works well uh, whereas if you're cheap like I am then you have to kind of fight with your computer and, and try to figure it out and then your uh, GPU just heats up your room which is free heat so you know win win it's not free it's not free <laughs> well I'm working on a Pat Sajak AI voice right now and uh-huh. um, it's coming along like it's okay I spent a lot of time actually going through episodes and chopping some clips but what i'm gonna have to find are some more like maybe extended interviews with him you know Mm -hmm. to really get his inflection because what he's saying in between you know people spinning the wheel is not a lot but i still managed to get him like you know 30 minutes worth but it's still it's it doesn't work well yet the thing there is you're also once you want once you have the voice cloned and you want to change your voice to somebody else's you also have to act a little bit so i oh, yeah. to, i watched the interviews over mm-hmm. and over until i kind of got his inflection and his cadence and i tried to record myself imitating that right and then ran through the through the absolutely AI. absolutely you have to and uh that's what i did for the camp mograph video with the puppet Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it, 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 I, I had to act out still how I wanted to be. I couldn't just be like, hey, come to Camp Mograph. You know, I have to use <laughs> yeah. a voice that's going to inflect that way. I used um, I used the uh, Rick from mm-hmm. Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty but then I ran it through some filters and I pitched it up. So it's not exactly the same. I didn't want it to sound just like him. Um, mm. I think it's good at sounding, you know, kind of like a Jim Henson puppet or something um but that's a that's a very good voice one if you're on voice ai this is the this is the screen here this um it has a really cool interface you can interface it with discord and everything else the only problem is like how real time it is pretty delayed yeah like it sounds do an example right now i can try i can try i i mean it it might make the stream kind of pause and freak out for a second but i'm gonna (laughs) give it a go um, and the thing is, I'm like, is it going to do it for you yeah. as well? Um, Let's do it for everybody. That's fun. It, it will do it for everybody. And I don't know if it'll do it for you at the same time. This is going to be kind of tough. We'll see what happens here. I'm going to switch over so you're not going to hear me for a second. But uh, let's see. Voice audio. All right. So, so now I believe it's working for me, but the audience can't hear it at this point. Can you hear me? We, we hear, hear you. you, yeah, yeah. And, and do I sound like Rick to you right now? No, you sound no. normal. Okay, all right. So now, if I put this on, now do I sound like Rick to you? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So now I'm going to try and pipe it to the audience, and you might see it hang for a second. So uh, and hopefully, just like everything doesn't crash at this point. But uh, give it a go. Here we go. Let's see. Where is it? Where is it? Um, you got a burb also in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here it is. All right. Let's give it a go. It's give it a go. Yeah. The and, okay. Was- here we go. So there will be a delay. But you have it's- to act, right? You got to act it out. You got to be like, I'm Pickle Rick. <laughs> it sounds so strange. It does. does it sound weird? Why does it sound weird? I wonder. 
I don't know. Generally That's works really I, weird. Uh, really great for me. I think live is a little bit harder, but um, that that's kind of how mine sounded. I still haven't perfected how to really make them, uh, but there's like yeah, some digitalness to it. Yeah, and it could be because my air conditioner is going in here, <laughs> so sometimes you get the air conditioner in there too. But if I slow it down, like if if I or make it faster, it's going to sound even worse. Check this out. Yeah. If I try and do real time. <laughs> Blue in the chat says, "My brain doesn't like this." <laughs> it's got to sound awful, and I'll bring it up to like yeah. six. It's getting a little better, but it's probably more of a delay. I'll bring it all the way up to like the best. You probably hear this motorcycle. Wait, when the well, I'll tell you in a minute when you're not hearing this voice. But let me let me bring this up all the way, and now it's at fifty, so it's going to have a crazy delay. Yeah, crazy delay, but it sounds really good. It sounds good. so much better, yeah. I mean, it doesn't sound like Rick. It sounds weird, but... I'm Pickle Rick! No, it doesn't sound like Pickle Rick at all. <laughs> That's funny. All right, I'm going to put it back now before everything <laughs> freaks out. <laughs> but the nice part about this is that when you do it with a wave file, it actually sounds really good. So... Mm -hmm. hmm. Yeah. This is yeah. I mean the the uh, the camp videos that you did like it, it's interesting because it doesn't the camp guy the camp character doesn't sound like you know Rick from Rick and Morty. He just sounds, like, sounds a like a different character. version, right? You yeah. know, and a lot yeah. of that is because I'm actually like processing it and repitching mm -hmm. it and doing some mm -hmm. filters, so it doesn't. I don't want it to sound like Rick, right? Yeah. Um, so when you do it not real time, it works pretty well. But um, one of the funny things, though, is like if there's noise in the room, like if my air conditioner is going, uh -huh. you'll hear just like this. <laughs> it's trying to translate it. I don't know if you've seen people on TikTok who do that. They they like will rev their engine with the voice filter on. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, that's hilarious. But that's fun to do. It's fun to play with, um, and it's amazing how far it's come. You can see how far you know where it's going to go. So, oh yeah, it's great that it's basically real time. I mean, where getting... what are the jobs though for this? Like, where are the jobs at? What 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 jobs are involved? You know, I would like. Assume... Are there any jobs coming from this other than being the programmer who is programming exactly. this stuff? I would assume you know? that it's it's more for programmers and coders and stuff right now because mm -hmm. they're the ones making the tools. But yeah, um, it seems like what AI is also allowing a lot of people to do is just build their own stuff. So you can you can make right. your own apps now by just typing into some places and, and you can always get your like UI from from Midjourney or Stable Diffusion. Um, Stable Diffusion has a, a plugin now that does vector art. So mm. you get a vector file at the end and then you can do whatever you want with it. Um, so you could you could create your own kind of freelance work and stuff. But I, I haven't seen really like you know, they were like, oh, yeah, there will be master prompt creator jobs mm -hmm. and stuff. I haven't seen mm -hmm. anything like that. Well, I, one of I, the things it does, it lets you be kind of a, like self-sustained in a way. And, and you know, a lot of people will be like, oh, well, that's taking people's jobs. Well, not necessarily. Like, if you're a one-man band working for a local shop and you were doing graphics and stuff, maybe you needed a voiceover. Yeah. And maybe yeah. you couldn't afford a voiceover. That's that's the whole thing. The things you couldn't afford to do before or 
you know, or or the astronaut thing. I could have done that with my own voice and maybe pitched it and filtered mm-hmm. it. And it wouldn't sound the same, but like I wouldn't have hired a professional voice actor for that in the first place. Yeah, no. yeah. So it lets yeah. you do more. I think, and I think that's the great thing, or at least for me, that was what excited me when I started seeing it come up. Where I was like, I can just tell stories in a much easier way now. Yeah, I can right. just have an idea and have the computer execute it and not, is it fun to figure out stuff in C4D and Blender and all these programs? Yes, it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's super nice to get into the different renders and, and figure out the lighting and what makes something pretty and what doesn't. But sometimes also you just have an idea and you just really want to like be like, I don't want to deal with all of this. Right. I just want to mm-hmm. put this out and then be able to, to post it and move on to the next thing, especially mm-hmm. for most of us who have this like, ADD brain and, and yeah. just are constant at doing like, doing like a thousand things. Camp MoGraph was like a lot of AI for that video besides just what we were doing with voice and stuff. The backgrounds are what Mark made mm-hmm. and it's like astronauts at a camp doing things and I could mean, you and make it, it that? Looks- yeah, you could make that but like you're not going to spend that time unless you really yeah. want to. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, you know, silly 70s looking, you know, retro mm-hmm. astronaut, you know. I mean, it's it's silly when you look at it, you know, but it's fun. It's fun and, and it's each like, one of those gonna, we, we would wouldn't be go a, out and do that with that in mind. We wouldn't go right. and shoot, yeah. you know. Right. And you could you have definitely yeah. done something, but yeah. you're also not getting paid for it. It's just exactly. know, promotional. So right. you have you kind of have to pick and choose where you're putting your time into. And now right. suddenly you can create something a lot more interesting and visually right. appealing right. and just funny uh, yeah. by, by spending some time. And you still spend some time on it, but it's not the same as if you had done the whole shoot yourself and right. you or made it, it or 3d photoshopped it and all of that and then that's just one background like like you set up one that's a whole project that could take you days and then Mm -hmm. you know you got to do the other ones too and oh we not we want another scene now with somebody who's got like a dj set up but it's not you know and it's kind of like 70s but it's not and then you would have to spend like days and days figuring that out and now it's just like no here's here's a thing and you can just use that as your background and Mm -hmm. people get to people enjoy it they see it they get entertained by it and they get the point of what you're trying to do but like unless you just thoroughly wanted to do that for the enjoyment to to have those backgrounds and and not worry that you're not really going to make any money off of like doing that Mm -hmm. there's no other way you're going to have an experience like that yeah yeah yep now you can spend that time working on your reel or like doing something else that's right and even that you know you can use ai yeah i should i should make an ai reel at some point yeah i used ai uh to figure out how i wanted my reel to look i i took inspiration from ai and i took inspiration from other people i like this shot i like this look i like whatever this is and i I built the reel with still frames or clips of things that I like and said, this is what I want my reel to look like. And I reverse engineered it. And I said, Mm -hmm. now I'm going to create a piece for this three seconds here that fits that, that hit on the music. And I'm Mm going to create this space shot like this, but it's going to use the camera move that I like from this video I saw. And I used a lot of AI to help me fill in the blanks on that. That's super interesting. And I mean, I think that that's, that's a good use of AI. It's like trying mm-hmm. to be 
creative with it and find I think most people just see it as oh I write text and I get an image and I'm and that's what AI is and right. there's so much more that you can do and then you can explore that gets creative that gets you especially when you start combining these AIs together or when you have the knowledge that you have in 3D and video and, and combine that with AI suddenly you can make things that are different from anybody else Matt's going to have a different type of experience and knowledge mm -hmm. that would enable him to make something completely different. Um, but you can do it at a scale that you couldn't before, which is the interesting part. Right. Yeah. Man, it's been an hour and a half already. I know. Ooh, that was quick. And I, I only got like two two points down in the AI list. I know. What's some other things? Well, we don't have too much more time, but what's some we other We don't have tools? a lot of time. Because um, so we can things, continue this on Thursday as well. Oh, know, yeah. So. On Thursday, we'll definitely talk about mm -hmm. a lot of AI. EJ wants me, so something that I might or might not have a video before Thursday. It, just, it takes me too long to record them. Uh, <laughs> but one of, the, one of the things that I did was train my Sable Diffusion with Allura, um, which is just a type of file to add to Sable Diffusion, which is really really handy you can train it on styles or characters and so i trained it on ej's little like style of of his little like ah. food characters and his thing mm -hmm. and now i can just prompt it to make art and it just Ooh. comes in the style of i design EJ? uh it's ej's type type of little character give you permission to do that i he did i did All ask right. <laughs> so ask for consent very yeah. important yeah. Uh, so I did text him and I was like, yo, would you be okay with me kind of making a video about how I did this? And I was like, if you feel weird or if it like feels like I'm infringing on your art, let me know mm -hmm. and I'll, I'll do it with something else. And he was like, no, that sounds, it sounds good. I'd like to see, you know, how it came together. And he, he suggested that we talk about it on Thursday. So, cool. Uh, but Can that you, is using, you wait the cuteness. You wait the cuteness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you basically, yeah, you you prompt it into knowing what everything means, and then it imitates that that style. Mm -hmm. um, Do you have a photo or anything you can tease us with? You can drop in the see. thing. I should I should have been prepared for that. Um, <laughs> um, well, you can look for it while we're you know while yeah. we continue. Because that's yeah. and and what did you use for that? Stable Diffusion, and then I trained it with Allura. Oh, okay, so I got gotcha. you. The the few yeah. plugins of Stable Diffusion that I think are really great um, are um, Laura's to to train on style and character. Control Net, which is awesome to like set poses. You can set faces how you want them to look. Mm -hmm. um, there's also a depth plugin which can help you make 3d images mm -hmm. uh, is it'll like calculate the depth of any 2d image and then it, it can give you uh, a mesh approximation which then you could oh, wow. bring into zbrush and clean that up uh, and it projects the texture on it and actually even tries to imply what textures would be on the parts that are occluded so that if you do move the camera in 3d space you don't have that weird just like straight projection you you could kind of still see the textures up to a certain extent um what's the video 3d one that they're integrating with Stable Diffusion. Uh, uh, I can't remember the name of it. I just started using uh, Deforum. I don't know if that's... Yes, that's it. De Deforum. And because you can put in like XYZ coordinates and have it yeah. move within. Now, I, I wasn't just, able to get it I to work. I just posted a video right, this morning. Right. Oh, you, you did? It. Yeah, oh, it's, it's on my Instagram uh, and it's a video of me. I went to Croatia last year and there's, of course, and you know, and Dubrovnik is King's Landing and so they had all this Game of Thrones stuff and I, I have a video of me just 
holding a big sword and sitting on the Iron Throne. So I use that. And then the last frame of that video goes into stable diffusion and it just right. generates all this um, craziness of characters and, and everything. I saw someone did that with, uh, you know, the slap competitions. Oh, God, oh yeah. I those. I think they're so stupid. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But uh, one of the videos of one of the slaps, the guy reaches back, and here we go, and boom. And as soon as he hits the guy, they freeze frame it, and it turns into this whole movement. And you could tell it was probably deformed, the way it was kind of rotating and zooming mm-hmm. at the same time. And, uh, yeah, it was really funny. I mean, it, it kind of has no point at this, like, yet, you know, like yeah. it, it turned into like uh, it turned him into like a twelve year old girl, and then like it didn't make any sense. But, but you can so the the crazy thing with Deforum is you can prompt by keyframes. So I can say mm-hmm. at at keyframe sixty, right. my prompt is you know Game of Thrones man holding a sword, fighting a dragon, stuff like that, and so it will try to take you from from one prompts to another um i did mm-hmm. find the ej files i don't know what the best way to oh just drop them in the chat and i'll bring them up in the cool. skype chat in the dingus hi my name is sashia dumont i'm a writer actor and filmmaker hi my name is paul robinson i'm a director dp and filmmaker we are the creators and hosts of the go gorilla film cast an online source for all things indie film we are a husband and wife film team and co-owners of send three productions and we started this podcast for filmmakers like ourselves who were producing on micro budgets with skeleton crews Go Gorilla is a weekly podcast that features various talents in tv film and web series productions We've interviewed filmmaker powerhouses like Kestrin Pantera, Richard Raymond, Alex Ferrari, Cassandra Ebner, and Ryan Connolly. Amazing actors like Hannah Ward, Lou Taylor Pucci, Chris Wataski, and Eileen Gruba. Groundbreaking cinematographers like Jody Lee Lipes and Jessica Lee Gagne, and many more. We also offer weekly reviews of our favorite films and shows, which vary from low-budget first-time filmmakers to A-listers and everyone in between. Go Gorilla is proud to announce that we have officially joined the MoGraph Podcast Network. So if you love filmmaking as much as we do, tune in every Sunday for a new episode of the Go Gorilla Filmcast. Your, your source, source for, for all things indie film. film. Now available on the MoGraph Podcast Network. What are some good ones? Oh, the tofu is my favorite. <laughs> so <laughs> you, how many images did you feed into this to train? All the ones that I could find on uh, Instagram. That, oh, Instagram. Yeah, okay. that anything that EJ already had kind of up mm-hmm. on Instagram, that's what um, that's what I used. And so it, it probably would have been better if he had sent me the ones that he wanted to choose. But right. this worked kind of in a pinch. But you had to go in and save all of those, too. You, could, you didn't necessarily, yeah. Imagine exactly. when you can just like put in an Instagram handle and say, "Make me stuff in this style." Mm-hmm. Oh, oh man, people will be pissed off about that. <laughs> Here we go. All right, what you got? Sending. Oh boy, what'd you just do? Oh, <laughs> it broke! It broke! It broke the AI. Your bandwidth. That's funny. It's definitely. My oh my gosh! Look at all the extra eyes. eyeballs you have. Just turn your video off and on, and it'll probably fix it. How am I? Yeah, let's see. Dang, dude. Oh, yeah. 
So right, I'm gonna bring these up. Hold on. One of the things. Oh my gosh, the marshmallow man one. The marshmallow and the tofu are my favorite. So good. And really, what I did is I, I, you know, I first I trained the Laura. Then I told um, ChatGPT, I was like, hey, here's some examples of food characters that EJ has made. Uh, Mm -hmm. He had Mm -hmm. ice cream. He had uh, a few different ones. And I was like, just give me iterations of prompts using different types of food for characters and what they're doing. And it gave me all of this. And then you can kind of like pipe that into Stable Diffusion and it'll run through all of them. Wow. Um, That one is so good. The Marshmallow Man, the mini Marshmallow marshmallow Man. That's so good. This one I think actually might be sushi. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Or oh, it's still a tofu block, but it looks like it has sushi on the head. I don't know. They're all, it, it just depends. And then, yeah, you have the pancakes. I pupils on these, but. Yeah. It, they get a little bit weird. Man is good. But they have the little EJ kind of like walk and smile. The smile I didn't mm-hmm. yeah. code into there. It was just something it learned. So huh. that was pretty sweet. Um, and so I'll definitely be talking about that on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do I have? Um, things that you should check out Genmo AI was one that I, I kind of really enjoy. It's a mix yeah. of, I saw your video mid- on that one. Yeah. yeah. It's like mid journey and stable diffusion and uh, mid journey and chat GPT all in one. Um, and I actually have, I'm talking with the team this week, uh, to kind of go over like what works, what doesn't work so well. And they're really responsive on trying to make something cool. So that's, yeah, cool. I heard you say that on the, the video, um, that you were talking with the team. So have you been like, working with them directly or just like asking no, if I just, just give them some feedback or yeah I just joined their discord all of these most of these communities and plugins and everything have their own discords and usually on their site or on their git re- repository they'll link you to it and you just kind of go in there and it's great for also troubleshooting because of course every time you install something you don't really know what to use for settings and stuff and so in there a lot of people have already figured out things that you can't figure out mm-hmm. and just by talking with them these are usually pretty small discords so you kind of get to know people if you're really involved um wonder studio is one that i'm testing now now one's supposed to like replace people with complete cgi and stuff and that one's pretty cool mm. uh, but wonder yeah. studio is that the one yeah that's the one where you can record somebody mm-hmm. you record yeah. and it'll just change your person in the video for an right. AI generated 3D model and it's supposed right. to match lighting and everything it's pretty cool what I'm excited about for that one is that actually using Blender you can upload your own models so you don't only have to use the models that they have they have a few robots and a few character like um, cartoon characters mm-hmm. but you could create your own um, skeleton or your own character and which is like something that we've like all had to work with at some point and upload that um, if you if you you know make the bones correctly according to their guidelines and everything upload that and use your own character in the videos right so mm-hmm. that's something I'm really excited about I've seen some like crazy good examples of it too mm-hmm. online yeah I'm sure the one they've got here on their their site's going to be a great example it's going to be the Uh, best example you know matching the lighting has been the hardest for me but i have seen good results and i'm i'm assuming also you you know you could always do a post pass at it and kind of refine those things which you know right strangers too so 
that one that one I'll probably post a video this week as well kind of going over <clears throat> my experiments with it how how good does it do at like background erasal Erase, erasal, erasure, erasing, erasing. erasing? Um, I'm not oh. really sure how um, how Wonder Studio deals with it. I use Runway for stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so Runway has a bunch of different tools you can use, and one of them is background removal. And you can just give it yeah. an image or give it a video, and it'll. And that one's pretty good. I've tried that one. Um, I know that there's like a. 2.0 that some people have access to yeah uh, but not everybody so, runway has the video tool but it also has a bunch of other smaller tools that you can right. use and so the video tool yeah if you have access to it i think it's pretty it's pretty fun um all all the stuff that they're figuring out now with video the, the biggest problem is making your characters consistent which it seems that right. runners has figured out uh which is right. great but it's yeah, it's that consistency. It really like you know the changes that the noise that it generates brings into it always makes it a little bit more complicated. Um, but hopefully, at some point, we'll get to the point where it will be coherent. Right. Yeah. The the tools. I think we brought this up before. Like like you know, remove background. I don't know why this guy has a halo helmet on. <laughs> uh, uh, some of the stuff you can kind of already do in other apps you know uh like training your own i tried the video to video it's weird it's gonna take some time (laughs) video yeah video to video is gonna take a lot of time for me the closest that i get to is actually using stable diffusion with control net because that really helps you and even with that my donald glover video like was not consistent Um, and maybe maybe alora would have helped with that i'm still doing tests on how it would work best but yeah the coherence between frames is really something that it doesn't take into account that much which is it's hard yeah but we're getting there they are they even have like ais that are coming out that are making 3d models and everything on on their own so Mm -hmm. uh, and you can you can plug chat gbt into blender and have it texture stuff for you it's Mm -hmm. there's there's just so much and it comes out every day it's crazy i know it's just it's just constant and a year from now five years from now ten years from now holy crap even in just months like everything that if you are playing that game of installing it locally and figuring out how to code stuff and how Mm -hmm. to how to prompt in a few months there's going to be a different ai that does that in the press of a button like the video that i made for sure in a few months you can do automatically like magic and now it'll and it'll be outdated but um i don't know i just have fun fiddling around with stuff and this it, it's boundless really yeah there'll be after effects plugins for some of this stuff very soon mm-hmm. no doubt or even premiere like don't even have to go to after effects yeah you know mm-hmm. go in premiere and type a prompt for some stock imagery or something you know well Just i think me. you know I, I i was reading online i'm not sure if this is 100 percent incorporated but otoy had done a stable diffusion node you know I don't know whether it's officially incorporated yet. Um, I read something about it in the newest version, and you know, I would assume with that you can type in, "I need a seamless, you know, whatever texture." I mean, that That'll to me is going to be yeah incredible. Like, yeah. hey, I need you to create this, and I also need the bump map for right. this Normals as well. And, you yeah. know, 
Runway has a tool that does that for you with the bump map, and I think it gives you normal maps as well. I've also yeah. been trying to do um, UV unwrapped like face textures, but Stable Diffusion does not does not <laughs> like those. I yeah. think I need to train train Alora on what those look like. Right. Um, but yeah, I forgot. I was going to say something, and then I forgot. So <laughs> it's going to be interesting, that's for sure. Um, yeah, and we'll continue our conversation Thursday. On Thursday show too, um, I think this will at least be a great primer. Maybe people will have questions or can even send in your questions if you're listening and, and you're going to check out the panel live. If you want to send us a question, we'll read it for sure. Um, but yeah, thanks for coming on in uh, the yeah, last man. second, especially to uh, yeah, to do this. Thanks for having me on. I mean, it's yeah. it's a blast. We'll have to do it again for sure because this stuff is just for changing sure. so quick. You just have to oh. have like. Byron's AI updates episodes. You know? <laughs> I'll have to I'll have to m- keep making stuff, which is yeah. the hard the hard stuff about all of this is actually posting it and then you know the content generation, which I'm sure you guys know very well. It's like it takes me so long to make the content that I want to post that I don't have time to do the thing I want to post about. Right, right, <laughs> right. And then the next day, it's all null and void because something cooler came out. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. It's hard it, to keep up. Like literally the same day I posted my YouTube tutorial, uh, I was looking. I, once I was done, I looked at another video, and they're like, "Yeah, you just click the batch button here." And I was like, "I just said in my video the control net can't do batch processing. Right. <laughs> like what happened?" <laughs> and I went, and yeah. yeah, it was there. So well, you got to find more AI tools to help with your workflow, mm-hmm. so that it doesn't take as long. Yeah. Totally. Never mind. I'm looking it up right now, and Stable Diffusion is, uh, Node is not added yet. Okay. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Um, if you are a Node person and you do like Nodes, I really recommend Comfy AI, uh, Comfy UI for Stable Diffusion, which is mm-hmm. uh, a Node-based plugin. Oh, so instead okay. of if you don't like how it looks on the web UI, where mm-hmm. it has it's to pretty janky, ton, yeah, it is. It is really janky. But they all kind of look that way now. But this, the Comfy yeah. UI gives you a node base, so you could, you know, you can do all the things that you can do with nodes and pipe them into uh-huh. different ways and, and get different um, exports at the same time and then composite those. It's it's crazy, and For it's sure. it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it does look like it's uh, a lot easier to use. I found somebody. I think this is it right here. Is this it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and Silvio is amazing. This this channel I follow he, like at, for every any plugin or anything I need to install, he has a a YouTube video about it, and there, he's always really good explaining everything. It's you know it's it's always hard to follow certain tutorials for AI. Like people skip over things, and you're like, well, how did you get here, and how did that happen? Right. Uh, but with this channel specifically, Silvio, I've like always it's always been helpful and I've always been able to replicate what he says Mm -hmm. Hmm. so yeah this is the comfy UI the uh, UI and it's got stuff here where you can see you could like even you know draw sketch like stick figures yourself and plug Mm -hmm. it into stable diffusion and it'll give you a result of a fully designed thing it's crazy Hmm. conditioning this looks very interesting if only I had the time if your brain works more with uh, nodes, I really recommend it. I have a lot of fun. Of course, learning all the nodes is always your problem, but yeah. there's lists out there that have yeah. them all. Cool. Thanks Brad. again. Uh, if people want to find you online, we talked about it earlier, but just again. 
Yeah, you can check my socials, Vironimo on Instagram, and I it will have my link tree there, which, because all my socials have different names, it's either Byronimo or Byron Stanford. Um, but yeah, everything is linked there, and um, definitely, you can come follow, ask me any questions, I'll, I'll try to try to help wherever I can. Awesome. Cool. We're going to get out of here. You can rate us on iTunes, leave a review on your podcatcher of choice. You can subscribe, help get our ratings up. Subscribe to that newsletter. We're going to send out updates about DAT and some other things so you know mm-hmm. when the shows and things are going to be. You can say you've been there, got done that, got the t-shirt with the MoGraph logo tee, Paul Babb, Feel the Bab 2020 shirt. All the profits from that go to Doctors Without Borders. The Render Things t-shirt, hoodie, and long sleeve tee, the MoGraph blandishment shirt, and the That Render is Fire shirt, which you're only allowed to wear, ironically. Unless you're shams. shams. <laughs> and uh, make sure you check us out on all the things. We're on youtube.com slash MoGraph. We're on MoGraph.com slash, well, we're on MoGraph.com. But if you go to MoGraph.com slash live, check out the shows, uh, slash TV, turn it on, rip the knob off. You can watch uh, the Dallas panel right after this. Just leave your stream on and it should flip over automatically. And uh, that'll play after commercial break. And then, uh, uh, the other thing I was going to mention, oh, MoGraph.com slash news, because mm-hmm. we do have articles, at least one a month, if not two. Uh, and the one I was talking about earlier is great. So uh, everyone yeah. check that out. So we're going to get it out of here, though. Until next time, I'm Dave. And I'm Matt. I'm Byron. Have a good one. Later, yo. I'm Pretty good, I guess. MoGraph.com, an online resource for motion graphic artists. Start your week with the MoGraph podcast. Industry news, interviews with your favorite artists, and terrible humor. Watch live shows and interviews from MoGraph events like NAB, SeaGraph, HalfRes, and local meetups. <laughs> Our MoGraph talks feature live demos and motivation from artists all around the world. Sometimes you got to make stuff that you're not going to put on your reel, and I'm not here to judge. What if Rick and Morty show up for the countdown at midnight? That's where I peaked in life, in my career. we got to stop this thing, Rick! It's going to kill us all! Hear from the people that create your software, design your render engines, and artists that are changing the face of modern motion graphics. You get that render done. Yeah, you better frame frame what? MoGraph tutorials and online classes will teach you about Cinema 4D, After Effects, as well as other popular software and render engines. Throw in the HDR Studio, take the render settings, pick the HDR, put a reflection, and gorgeous. Branch into new software. Learn time-saving tips, techniques, workflows, and lessons that'll keep you up to date in the world of motion design. Oh, brother, those are some of my favorite elves. I love projects that scare me. When our art director comes to us and asks for something that I had never done before, man, it gets me pumped. Join the conversation in our live sessions. Check out our plugins or join the hundreds of daily active users in our Slack channel for technical help, advice, contests, or just to joke around. Real nice banana. Ah, that's so funny. All right. I'm going to live forever. <laughs> Subscribe today and get the latest updates on our YouTube and other social media channels. Take all your dreams and just do it. We don't care how you get here, folks. Just get here. Subscribe to MoGraph.com. Yeah.